1. The Arab Spring. Expect the Exceptional. The Arab Spring had come to Egypt in early 2011 on the heels of a successful revolution in Tunisia. Egyptians took to the streets to demand reforms from a government regime that had been in power for nearly 30 years. While much of the media fixated on protesters who occupied Tahrir Square in the Egyptian capital of Cairo, many protests started in the port city of Alexandria. In Alexandria, as in Cairo, people from across generations and the socioeconomic scale rioted to demand liberty, justice, and social equity. In an attempt to restore the Constitution, what was seen primarily as a peaceful uprising led to the deaths of at least 846 people and an additional 6,000 injured across Egypt. On January 28th at 6 p.m., after the prisons had opened, releasing murderers and rapists onto the street, all security withdrew from the streets of Alexandria. Roving gangs of looters took to the street to take advantage of the chaos. In Egypt's port city, the violence and looting devastated government buildings. Where offices once stood, only burned-out rubble remained. Protesters went from building to building, pulling down the symbols of corrupt power. Some looters and protesters then began to eye the Library of Alexandria. President Mubarak, the focus of the uprising, had opened the modern library in 2002 at a cost of about $220 million. According to the library's website, Mubarak built it to, quote, recapture the spirit of openness and scholarship of the original, unquote, the famous ancient library of Alexandria, one of the wonders of the ancient world. As it became apparent that the library might be in danger, protesters joined hands and surrounded the library of Alexandria. Their goal was not to attack it or raid it, but to protect it. Throughout the protest and looting, the protesters, women, men, and children, stood firm and protected the library. In essence, they were retaking the library for the people. After the uprising had subsided when President Mubarak had stepped down and the protesters were celebrating their victory around the country, not a window of the library had been broken, not a rock thrown against its walls. Why, in the midst of tearing down the regime, did people of the nation protect the library? Why? Why are stories like this, while maybe not quite so dramatic, repeated across the UK and the United States? As cities faced with a devastating financial crisis sought to close library branches, citizens rallied. Protesters disrupted town halls and city council meetings. Citizens picketed, and in Philadelphia, the city council went so far as to sue the mayor over closing the libraries. In Kenya, the government is building public libraries throughout the country, in rural and urban areas alike. Where the communities are too remote, they have built book carts, 5,000 books in a wooden cart pulled by donkeys. In the even more remote northern sections of the country, they strap carts and tents to camels. Inside the villages, the carts are opened and the tents are erected to allow parents and children an opportunity to learn. In these villages, camels provide transportation, labor, milk, and meat. Even their dung is dried to power stoves. Now this essential animal is seen as providing another critical service bringing knowledge to the people. In the countryside along the coast of Colombia, Luis Serrano urges along his two donkeys, Alpha and Beto. On the back of the donkeys are crates of books. Louis, a primary school teacher by trade, carries a sign reading Biblio Burro. He is bringing books to small villages and spreading literacy throughout the countryside to children who have seen too much violence and conflict for their years. He began with 70 books. Through donations, he has grown the collection to over 4,800 volumes, far past the capacity of his four-legged friends. He now houses the collection in a half-built room that has become an official satellite to the Santa Maria Community Library, 
some 180 miles away. We find libraries in the finest castles of Europe and in the midst of the Occupy Wall Street populist protest in the States. Libraries are embraced by the elite and the commoner alike. We find librarianship in jungles and deserts, in schools, corporations, and in government agencies. When we try to discover why, we find that there is power in libraries and steel in librarians. It goes deeper than tradition, buildings, and books. The reason for the protest and protectiveness over libraries is not found in collections of materials or columns in architecture. To find the answer to this riddle, one must look past the buildings and the books to the professionals who, throughout history, have served humanity's highest calling, to learn. Libraries and librarians stood at the center of a growing Egyptian empire in the 3rd century BC and the expansion of mathematics in Arabia in the 14th century. Libraries helped bring Europe out of the Dark Ages and into the Renaissance and helped democracy thrive in a post-colonial United States of America.